In a world ravaged by pestilence, stupidity, and even worse, social media, one man dares to speak the truth about all topics of life. Listen with us now as he speaks his truth on the very first episode of the Fat Man's Guide podcast. Chapter 1, The Human Menace. Hello everyone, welcome to the very first Fat Man's Guide podcast. For those of you folks who have never heard of me uh, outside of the hiking stuff, uh, in my real job, I'm actually a teacher and a coach. And uh, when I teach, a lot of people who have talked to me know that I love talking about a wide variety of different topics. And um, so the other thing about that is is when, when I'm a teacher... The little morons that I teach, God love you all if you're, any of you are listening, uh, which you probably shouldn't be, but uh, all those little morons, they really need to be entertained. Uh, today's society is instant gratification. They've always got their technology, and so if you want to teach, uh, one of the things I've kind of adapted to is that I have to be entertaining. And uh, so therefore, whenever I try to cover the news or what's going on in the world, what's going on in history, because I'm a social studies teacher, I generally try to entertain them. And uh, talking to a lot of people who've listened to a lot of uh, the, the videos that I've already done, plus a lot of my former students have said, why don't you make a podcast? You should just have a podcast where you do what you do in the classroom. And a lot of times what I do is uh, I go on rants. I talk about things that are going on in the news and things that are going on in the world, things that I find interesting. Sometimes they don't. And so I decide, you know what? I think I'm going to try to do that. So today, you guys who are listening, you're getting the very first opportunity for me to try this. And, and so... Uh, you know, when we get done, I'd love you to listen to the whole thing. Give me some thoughts, uh, you know, if you give me some ideas on some stuff I could do a little different. Or shoot, give me ideas on topics I'm going to cover. I would love to have that. The other thing to understand is that uh, when I do this, um, I'm going to be really raw and off the cuff. I'm not going to be reading much from, from an information standpoint. Uh, I'm just going to talk. Now, sometimes that means the things I'm going to say are going to be a little bit salty. And sometimes they might even offend some people. Uh, I apologize to you if you're offended, but at the same time, uh, be warned. Uh, these, again, are just things that I'm saying because I like to entertain people. I like to entertain myself. I got that adult ADHD. So today, for the first episode of the Fat Man's Guide podcast, I, I decided to, uh, I wanted to talk about what was going on in the world. The biggest thing right now, obviously, which is the coronavirus. Now, uh, do understand, folks, that I, I am not going to be attempting to having a conversation with you about coronavirus. What, what I'm going to end up doing is, is I'm going to be talking about uh, human behavior in relation to coronavirus. Because let's be honest, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about when it comes to coronavirus. And guess what? Most of you don't either. Matter of fact, shoot, I would argue to this point that most of the medical professionals that are out there have no idea what they're talking about when it comes to this particular strain of coronavirus. And, and I'd like to ask that we start calling it COVID-19, you know, its actual name, or COVID, sorry. My wife will freak out on that one. Uh, COVID-19. Because if I got to listen to another person tell me, well, coronavirus has been around forever. Well, yeah, no crap it has been around forever. But it, like all viruses, it changes and morphs, all right? It's kind of like when you're a kid and uh, you got a big brother, big sister, and they go off to college. And, uh, and they were one person when they left. And then all of a sudden they come back from college at Christmas break. And they've got like, I don't know, a tattoo of Betty White on their back. And uh, they got three or four nose rings. Yeah, they're still your brother or your sister. But they are totally different now. And that's something that you have to understand. Now. Now, the other thing I'm going to try to make sure you understand is I am not going to sit here and try to utilize my Facebook medical degree. Uh, I know we, we've all been on social media and we see all the 
uh, quote unquote experts talking about what they know. Um, you know, I, I've had some of these conversations with people. I generally tend to look at the CDC stats, but at the most, for the most part, look, very few people actually know what's going on. So I'm not trying to get into uh, whether or not this is really going to be the end of the world or this is a fake news marathon. Um, look, most of us have no idea, and I'm not going to try to get into that either. And the other thing you understand, I'm not going to talk about politics as of yet. Uh, anyone who knows me knows that uh, I actually teach government and economics, so this is a fascinating time for me. Uh, I wish I was in the classroom because, man, there's so much to talk about. But one thing I will assure you, and, and as we talk further on, um, I'm not going to blame Republicans or Democrats. Both of them suck. They suck terrible, and they're both just as guilty for where we may or may not be. Look, at the end of the day, to expect the president, I don't care if it was Trump or Obama to be ready for this, nobody is ready for this. If this is what they say it is, no matter amount of being able to be prepared would have been able to have anyone ready for this on a level where our world was not going to get messed up. All right? So I understand that what I really want to talk about today is human nature. All right? Uh, let's be honest. This virus is not going to destroy us. It's going to be our stupid responses to what happens. It's going to be our behavior that happens because we're scared and we're worried. And if you look at history, you see this all the time, all right? We do a good enough job as human beings blowing everything up than worrying about whether or not a virus is going to impact us. I mean, if you think about it, it's like it's like being in that book, Lord of the Flies, which I would love to say I read the book. Of course, I did not because I'm one of those losers who doesn't read. I watched the movie. But I get the idea, all right, for all you purists who like to read books. But, you know, sometimes I'm sitting there and I feel like Piggy. All right. If you read, you know, the book or watch the movie, you know who Piggy is. is that little fat kid. All right, the one who, who has a voice of reason and says, "Hey, yeah, I mean, this sucks, but these are the things we have to do to be ready for it." And instead of you know Piggy being listened to, everyone else is freaking out. Some of the people are out there trying to kill animals, and some of the people are falling apart emotionally. I mean, right now that's what it feels like. I mean, I swear, I I think some of us probably feel like Piggy, all right? It's like a third of the people out there, well, they're the ones hoarding a stupid toilet paper, all right? And the other two-thirds, all right, they're getting together in large groups, right? And, and they're testing the luck of the Irish on St. Paddy's Day. And the other ones are cleaning their guns, expecting for everything to fall apart and ready to shoot all their neighbors. That's literally what I think a lot of us feel like. It's very confusing time. And actually, if I think about it, and I throw this out there, wouldn't it be kind of funny if all the people who went out on St. Patrick's Day to celebrate uh, the Irish um, did end up getting really sick? And, and by celebrating a group of people who had a potato famine, they actually get just as sick? I, I don't know. I think karma in play a little bit right there. But uh, here's the thing. When you really think about the human behavior, there's a couple things that have really struck me in the last week, all right? And the first is the toilet paper, and everyone knows the friggin' toilet paper stuff, all right? I mean, you look at these people. All of a sudden, people are posting pictures on Facebook. Oh, my God, there's no toilet paper. Yeah, yeah, no crap. No crap, there's no toilet paper because it's in your fucking basement, all right? There, there was no shortage before this. You morons... You morons are the ones who caused the shortage. By freaking out and deciding they, you had to have all the toilet paper. You're sitting there complaining about it while you've got 400 freaking cases all right, in your attic hiding it. All right? uh, so you, you helped create this problem. And, and what's that mean now? Now, we, you guys see some of these stories like the, the woman in Australia who pulled a knife on someone to take their toilet paper from them. 
or the videos of all the of, of all these people in, in in the stores attacking each other for their toilet paper. I mean, I saw one. It was like three ladies literally fighting over. The first two were fighting over the toilet paper, and they were like pulling hair, and one was trying to grab it from another. And then another lady jumped in and started grabbing the toilet paper from the two ladies who were fighting it, hoping that she could get it. I mean, it's dear God Almighty. It's almost like watching all of these women in the Thunderdome uh, in Mad Max fighting for the last few roles. That's literally human behavior. That is what we do. You know, you look at all the end of uh, end of the world movies. That's what all these people do, all right. And and then on top of that, then you got these other people. If you guys saw it or not, the guy on CNN who bought up all the hand sanitizer. I mean, just thousands and thousands and thousands of bottles of sanitizer, right? And and he stockpiled it, and then he put it on Amazon and eBay. Was trying to sell it for seventy dollars a pop. And I mean, so so offensive is this that Amazon and eBay had to stand up and be the moral police and say, you know, oh my God, this is totally wrong. Only the medical industry can totally rape and screw people over on the price of medical needs. We have to stop this. I mean, that's how crappy that is. And then, so what does this guy do? Now he's got literally thousands of dollars worth of hand sanitizer in his garage. So he goes on CNN, all right, gets the story gets out there. And they, they do a story on him, and his pictures of him and his wife and his little kid, and it's this garage packed full of hand sanitizer, right? And, and now he, he's talking about he doesn't know what he's going to do. How, how am I going to get rid of it? I mean, where am I going to get rid of it? You know, as though we're all supposed to feel like really sorry for him because, oh, man, you got all the hand sanitizer, all right? Here's the thing. I do feel really sorry for him because kind of like the toilet paper, you know people are going to freak out. And they're going to become violent. See, I feel bad for him because human behavior says that some dick out there is going to try to make a bunch of money off of this nightmare. All right? Which is exactly what this guy tried to do. All right? There's no other way to put it. He can make it however way he wanted to. Oh, we, we just decided to get a couple. No. You decide you're going to try to make money off of this. Well, here's the thing, man. I hate to tell you this. But human behavior also says that someone is going to try to take that stuff. All right, because they want it. And one thing you better notice is I did not say pay for it. Because think about this, all right? You went out there, all right, and you gave your name to these people by getting your 15 minutes of fame on TV. You might as well have given them your address, all right? I do feel bad for your family. Don't expect these other people to feel bad when you are trying to price gouge them and then go, oh, well, we'll, we'll, pay, them, we'll, we'll pay them, you know, fair market price. No, man. There's going to be some people who go, I know that dick, and I'm going to go get that stuff. All right? That's human nature. And then, and then what about this, all right? Uh, before I say this, I got I, one thing that's kind of frustrating me in, in the media, and I, I could get into the media much later, sweet baby Jesus, our media is something else. But calling all these people that are going out on spring break millennials, I feel like, look, I'm a Generation Xer. I feel like I have to speak up for my little brothers, all right, the, the, the millennials, those people who are like sub-40 down into uh, their mid-20s. Most of those people going on a spring break are not millennials. Those are those centennials or whatever they call them, my, my freaking kids, I guess they keep saying that's what they, they call themselves. But uh, before I start talking about millennials, I have to use the word millennials because that's what everyone's saying. But to all of you folks, my friends in their 30s, all right, in their, their late 20s, I know you're not the douchebags that are going out on spring break, all right? Still love you. You're millennials, but I got to use it because everyone else is using the phrase, all right? But 
you know what what really kind of frustrates me too with human behavior is all these millennials that are going out on spring break right like yo it won't kill me bro yeah well here's the thing you guys got to think about this you're going to get it and you're going to bring it back to your grandma and your parents the people who are going to die and then who the hell is going to pay for you to live at your parents house until you're 30 i mean seriously did you think about that I mean, when you go out there, you're putting everyone else at risk by doing it. And I understand I'm going out hiking, but I'm not going out with large groups of people, man. I'm not going out with two, three hundred people and spreading the disease. And the thing is, you can't just rip the millennials because, you know, as a Gen Xer, you guys are Gen Xers out there, right? Look, no one cared about us as long as we can remember, right? We grew up still waiting for the bomb to drop. We were the last group of people to crawl under a desk. And we got to watch our parents get divorced, some of us multiple times in biblical numbers. And then, of course, uh, we got tossed back and forth between those parents like an emotional football, all the while being told, well, you just wait until those computers try to turn over to the year 2000 and the whole world falls apart. So basically, us Gen Xers, think everything sucks, and we've been waiting for everything to fall apart, because that's all we've ever heard. But the problem is, our parents, right, those baby boomers, right, and, and no disrespect, this isn't all of them, but the, there are some baby boomers that are not changing anything about what they're doing, all right? I mean, there are videos of these seniors going out on activities and parties and trips, and when, and when they ask them questions, oh, I'm not worried about it, it's overblown, it's everything else. But here's the thing, like, these are the very same people who complain about millennials and, and how they don't care about other people. And they're doing the exact same freaking thing. All right? I mean, these are the people most likely to die from it. And, and I, I, I swear to God, I think these people are expecting like the aliens from the Cocoon movie to come down and take care of them. After this, you know, disease hits, this virus hits, and and because they're high risk, because I don't know, probably all the years of heavy drinking and smoking and all the weed they did back during the '60s and the heavy drugs and the stuff they did during the uh, '70s and and all the crap they did during the '80s. So now these people are are at risk, and and I swear they just think those aliens are coming down to take care of them. Here's the thing, you guys got to understand, all right? It's not going to be the aliens from Cocoon, all right? It's going to be your kids, the Gen Xers, all right? The ones who have to take care of you, and and. And I'm, I don't know. I mean, I could be speaking for myself, but I guess the first thing I'd be thinking is, hey, mom, dad, remember the times when you didn't go to my baseball games in the 80s? Remember when you gave me $20 to eat for the weekend and you went out with your new boyfriend in Niagara Falls for the weekend? Yeah, you're, you're going you're gonna to come to find that karma is, a, is, as I would say, a fickle woman of low integrity, all right? So with that all being said, understand with human behavior that our behavior as people is what's going to hurt us quicker than this virus is. And I just hope people realize, I'm not saying you got to shut your lives down, but I do think you need to start making some wiser decisions because the only way we're going to get through this, all right, is we got to work together as people. So with that all being said, let me leave you with a couple thoughts to remember. Uh, again, you know, I'm, I'm going to make the podcast short because if I know one thing as a teacher, ain't none of you got more than a 15-minute attention span. I don't care how old you are. None of you having a 15-minute attention span. You all got your little cell phones and you're all, this is rambling. I'm going to finish it up, right? I'm, I'm under the 15 minutes. So uh, I want to leave you with a couple thoughts, guys. Number one, let's not freak out. Yeah, you know what, this is going to suck a little bit, but it's going to suck a hell of a lot more if y'all suck at working with each other. Please don't do that. Number two, if you're not going to respect the potential level of how bad this could be for you by getting into your large groups, don't ask for my prayers on Facebook when it goes really bad and you get sick. I know that sounds terrible, but I'm just saying. 
And number three, if you're going to be a dick and you're going to try to price gouge people with your hoarded supply, don't tell those same people where you're hiding your stuff. Dude, it's going to turn out bad for you. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed this. Please, I would love you to be able to like, subscribe to the channel, share it if you think someone might find this entertaining. Please leave comments. You know what? If you liked it, leave a comment. If you hated it, leave a comment. I just know I have an opportunity to kind of get on the airwaves here and to be able to talk about some stuff that I find interesting and maybe, maybe just a little bit might educate someone. And if that happens, man, it was all worth it. Folks, thanks for listening. Appreciate you being here. And please like, subscribe, share. Uh, and as always, live life to the fullest, even in crazy times like this. See ya.